Hello, everybody. This is your host, Blake Wright, with the Central Valley Charter Schools, and you're listening to Your Transition Podcast. I hope everybody has been enjoying the new school year. I'm sure by now, many of you have had the chance to get to know all the new faces and maybe enjoying some new classes, courses, goals um, that we didn't have before. I know for me personally, uh, getting to know new students and taking on new projects, it's always a blast. Uh, It can be kind of nerve wracking sometimes, um, especially at first. And sometimes I find myself stumbling over words because uh, I get those uh, those New Year jitters, you know? Kind of like sound a little bit like Porky Pig, maybe. That's all, folks. Thankfully, though, those jitters don't last very long. Um, and most of that's due to, you know, the students and listening and just simply just being the best, you know? So all you students listening, thank you so much. You guys are awesome. You know, you make this job amazing. Those jitters go right out the window. No, and it's always a joy to meet all the new faces or even say hi to the old faces. You know, I just, I love the new school year. It's always so much fun. But another thing that really helps those kind of like new school year jitters, new new classes and stuff, um, is having things kind of organized, you know, for maybe it's for the week uh, or even for the whole year, you know, week, month, year. Um, which kind of actually brings me to our topic today, uh, which is organization. So if any of you listening are kind of like me, you might have just rolled your eyes. Um, I've always kind of struggled with organization, staying organized myself. I used to, when somebody says, well, we got to keep organized. I used to be the same way, roll my eyes, but it's so helpful. And that's something I've kind of learned um, as I've gotten older. Uh, you know, and and sometimes it, it gets, if you're not organized, it gets in this like weird cycle of like, oh, I have to get organized in order to get organized so I can be organized. <laughs> I don't know. But, you know, growing up, I loathed the idea of having like a planner or making lists. Ugh, it's just like work before I do my work. <sighs> no way. But the thing is, I have to tell you these last few years, as I've learned a lot more of how important it is to stay organized, I've really been able to push past that and get more organized. And I tell you what, it's so worth it. It makes all the difference and all that kind of like extra stress or anxiety and stuff out the window. Um, So I wanted to share a bit about that with all of you guys today. Um, so before I get into it, we have 11 ways to keep help keep organized. Um, but I want to point out that keeping organized is going to go a long way to kind of stick into this year's new motto. If you remember that motto, it's don't limit me, right? There's a different couple different ways we can say that, but don't limit me. And so I want, what I want you guys to do for all of you listening, keep that in mind and think about how that is. So how does organization help with not limiting me? And think about that throughout our time together today. And, you know, let's, let's, we'll go ahead and revisit that at the end. All right. All right. Let's get into it. So one of our first things we're going to do is we're going to set goals for ourselves. 
we're going to want to set achievable goals and achievable goals can help us stay focused and productive so when you set specific goals with steps and a timeline you can organize your work into more manageable tasks so this one is huge especially our theme maybe hmm? having a clear end goal is super important and breaking it down into achievable and manageable steps can make a daunting task seem like a whole lot easier so for example i want to run a 5k gosh i do not <laughs> but just stick with me i want to run a 5k i'm not going to start out running a 5k i would die i would die <laughs> so i track out maybe over a year and maybe every other week i go a bit longer you know i track that out each time i go out for a run i go a little bit longer you know maybe i have intervals of running and walking so maybe i do about a longer time but i i start out with more walking than running and then slowly shorten the walking time and increase the running time there's all kinds of ways that i can figure it out and so while we're doing that i'm going to go to our second one tip and that's tracking progress so to make sure you achieve your goals in the time that you've allotted uh, try to track your progress. So tracking progress can also help you identify when you're most productive. So for example, you might notice you accomplish a whole lot more at the start of the week or in the morning times, you know? And with this, you can kind of decide uh, when to work on your most important tasks. Now, some approaches to tracking your progress include maybe logging in the time that you worked, tallying hours um, used towards a project or blocking out periods of your day when you complete tasks. You know, there's a lot of different ways that this can work. Um, so maybe we have a big school project and this project's due before winter break, right? So let's go ahead and figure out when we're going to be most productive and schedule out our biggest tasks for those times. So we need the big major work. Maybe for us, reading's the biggest chore. For me, it was always reading the books, right? And so maybe for those most productive times, I'm reading my book. And then for the other times, um, I'm doing some of the smaller tasks. And then let's track that so we know what we've done and what we have left to do. So, you know, maybe I have to read the entire book. I'm, I'm putting those big times for that part and then once i'm done i track to make sure okay i'm done with that let's keep moving on so we're tracking it as we go now number three is going to kind of help us with some of our tracking is using an agenda so an agenda is kind of an excellent tool uh, to evaluate our work organization and productivity um so like when using a planner you can write down specific events um, or details throughout the days. So that could be times during school, after school activities, work, um, meetings, whatever you have going on, right? And this strategy is gonna help keep track of events and due dates. Um, so keeping this agenda or like a planner. And so as a result, you're more likely to meet your goals and re even remember specific events. You know, it's gonna be a lot easier like, oh, 
for example, I have, I've got to take my dog in to get a bath. You know, it's like having that on the planner is going to help me remember that rather than just be like the day of like you have a, you know, a bath appointment now. I'm like, oh no, I forgot about that. So anyways, there's a many types of agendas, you know, um, some, some of them have space for like each day. A lot of other ways, other ones are like weekly or monthly. Sometimes you can buy like those year long planners. Um, so kind of think about what kind of planner might best suit you um, and your work. Maybe it's a digital calendar, you know, maybe like Google calendars. Uh, maybe it's written, maybe you like to write stuff down. Um, maybe it's a whiteboard. I know there's some really cool like calendar whiteboards you can scribble on, erase, do everything you want. And it's just one thing, you know, instead of keeping track of a bunch of stuff. There's really no right option, just your option, whatever works best for you. So this is going to help you kind of in school and in and beyond, you know, when you get into workforce, daily life, things like that. All right. So number four, we're going to go create to do lists. All right. So to do lists are kind of like our, our agendas to really narrow down and focused in. So we'll use to do lists to write down important tasks we want to accomplish. You know, try to organize your work based on urgency or priority. So that means is you can add what you need to complete by the end of the day at the very top of your list. And then what you can kind of wait till the next day, lower on the bottom. So we want to sort an order of priority. We want to get the top of our list things that we can check off done, right? And you can write these things down in like a sticky note, a piece of paper and a notebook. Um, you could use colored pens or pencils to even like distinguish in between different things. Um, so like red is super important due to day or blue could be like, eh, that can wait a little while. There's no rush, right? So there are some really cool digital platforms on the internet we can use too. A lot of them are free. One of my favorite is like Todoist. It's called Todoist, like a to-do list. Um, and it's one of my favorites. It's really simple to use and you can keep track of a whole a bunch of different kinds of projects um, and lists. You can do things like daily, full project lists. You can map things out in steps. Um, super cool. And it even tracks like all the things that you complete. So not only do you get that kind of instant gratification of checking something off of your, uh, your to-do list, um, if you're a stat junkie like I am, it even keeps track of like your productivity, uh, which is really cool. And so it's like, you're like, wow, look how productive I've been. I've, I've, I've cut, I've checked all these things off. Right. And it's got like this whole thing that's saying like, this is how productive you've been. This is how productive you were last month. And it kind of helps with that, like, uh, tracking that we've, we talked about pr previously already. So if you're kind of interested in Todoist, uh, let me know. And I, I would love to share with everybody how it works, you know, a little tangent here. Um, I'll put the link in the description for that resource. Um, and then maybe I'll even do a tutorial um, post on this channel. So make sure you subscribe, but I'll put uh, that in this channel. Maybe that'll help everybody out getting organized, right? All right, number five, practice accountability. So when you hold yourself accountable, that means we're reflecting on our to-do lists or our agendas and evaluating our progress towards goals and identifying ways we can improve our performance. Um, what this basically means is, did we do it? 
what did we do that worked? Uh, what could we have done better? If we didn't do something, how can we make sure we stick to it next time? So maybe we give ourselves incentives like our favorite snacks or after like a big item check off, you know, when we finish that book, boom, go grab your favorite candy bar or something like that, reward yourself. Or maybe you need other people to like check in with you. You can ask like a, a, a friend, parent, coworker, sibling, whatever. And you'd be like, hey, can you check in with me at the end of the week and make sure that I did this, you know, kind of like help you take, you know, ask for help, keep you accountable. Our next thing we're gonna do is limit our distractions. All right, we're limiting our distractions, number six. So when you limit your distractions, you maintain, no, I'm just kidding, I didn't get distracted there. <laughs> you maintain your focus on your current task. So limit distractions by keeping your space organized, all right, um, and very straightforward. So keep common distractions like maybe your phone uh, in your desk or a different room. Okay, so now if you're like me, we're stopping right there. We're like, what? My phone? Like, just about every other person in the world, like myself, their phone's staying right next to you, right? <laughs> we're not putting that away. Let's be real. It's probably not going in a different room. You almost like separation anxiety, right? So, maybe instead it looks like this. Maybe we put our phone on silent and flip it screen side down. It's still there right next to you but you're not seeing it go off every time it's lighting up, lighting up, lighting up. You know, you're not getting distracted by that. It's face down, it's there. You're not really paying attention to it. It's not distracting you. Um, and you know, maybe we close, maybe we have YouTube up, you know? I don't know, some people like watching YouTube. I like watching YouTube sometimes. Um, unless it's this channel, close it out. <laughs> if you're listening to this on our channel, go ahead and leave it up. But if you're listening to someone else, you're watching something funny, you know, maybe it's a Minecraft video or whatever it is, go ahead and close it. Go ahead and close it up. Um, we don't want to be distracted or tempted to go and, and go check that out. Um, and then, you know, maybe even we're just closing our door. You know, maybe there's a lot of noises going outside. It's really distracting. We're just going to close that door, limit the noise that comes in. Control what you can control and give yourself the best environment possible for you to get your work done. Only you kind of know what that looks like. You know your best ideal work environment. So that's what you kind of want to set yourself up for. All right, number seven, our tip is using a timer. Um, you know, this is, a, this is a good way to keep track of time and spend, um, you can spend on different things for different reasons. So what using a timer might look like, um, making sure you focus a certain amount of time on something before you call it for the day. So, um, you know, maybe I wanna spend an hour on this and that's it. Use a timer. Maybe we wanna track how effective we are. So see how much we can get done in a certain amount of time. Either way, using a timer to keep track of our tasks helps the day not kind of slip away before we know it, we've wasted four hours of our day. I mean, have you ever done a project where you needed to find like the perfect video and you save one right off the bat? You find it right off the bat, it's pretty good, it's what you want and you like it, but you found it so fast that you wanna keep seeing what else is out there and before you know it, four hours have gone by and you're like, shoot, that first one I found uh, was really good. And I'm going to use that. And whoops, 
there goes four hours. Yeah, me neither. I've never done that either, no. <laughs> so, keeping a timer. All right, keeping a clean environment. Number eight. Uh, in an organized office, you're gonna find supplies and materials efficiently, so quickly, easy. Keeping a, client, or a clean environment includes putting items back where they belong. So first, I'm like, do I need a pencil? Yes, boom, right there, I know where it's at. At the end of the day, we're done using our pencil, we're putting that back where we found it, right? Um, keeping it clean, maybe we're dusting it, things off every now and then. So, you know, we don't sit down and a cloud of dust goes up, we inhale it, we're choking. We've already lost 30 minutes just trying to survive sitting down at our desk, right? <laughs> we don't wanna do that, keep things clean. Maybe open a window, you know? Um, get some fresh air in there. Just keeping something clean and comfortable helps us stay productive a lot easier. You know, decluttering our workspace is a huge part of staying clean as well and organized. So maybe once a week or maybe once a month, um, maybe we're tossing things we don't use all the time. Maybe we have um, outdated to-do lists that we finish. We're chucking those. We're putting those in the trash can. Um, or maybe we have something that we finished and we need to save, we're gonna find a safe spot for that. So our next one is using labels. Labels are a practical approach to organizing our files um, and physically or virtually. You know, a lot of things are on the computer these days. So what we're gonna do is kind of kind of clearly label each of our things and we're gonna arrange them in a way that makes sense to us. You know, it doesn't matter what it makes sense to anybody else. Just as long as it makes sense to you, you know where it's at. You know, method to your madness type of thing. So for example, you could manage your files in alphabetical order, maybe by date, whatever works. You know, maybe you have cartoon character stickers or something and that's how you organize. It doesn't matter, whatever works for you. And if we're doing things virtually, which is more often now, uh, clearly labeled files on in folders on your computer are so much easier to locate. Uh, so without having to search for them for a long time, uh, we're gonna have things super easily accessible and possibly renamed. So for example, working on a school project and instead of having that JPEG we downloaded from Google uh, for a picture, <laughs> downloads is like 15879GH734. That's super confusing. What is that, right? <laughs> Let's just maybe rename it and then find a place for it in our computer. So maybe the pictures folder would be a good start. Or even better, if you have a big project, let's keep that project super organized and have a folder named after the project. And in that folder, maybe there's another folder, folderception, and that one's named pictures, boom. And then we put the JPEG in there, whatever we named it, you know, um, and it's in there. It's super organized, all in one area, super cool. Yes, organization is cool. <laughs> all right, so number 10, sorting your email. So if we have an email, we're gonna need to sort it, right? Many people, we use email constantly to communicate with other people, especially these days when everything's more virtual virtual school, jobs, all that stuff. We're using email a lot. So as a result, you might find your email inbox full of emails. 
Um, so sorting through these and decluttering them is going to really help find important emails faster and keep things really organized there. Uh, you can create digital folders um, and labels, you know, kind of things we just talked about even. And you can do that in your email. That way, um, it's easy to find, reply, and keep all this, the really important things there for you. It's all one spot. I have a confession to make. Maybe you guys will get a kick out of it. I didn't. I mean, kind of in like a sick way. But uh, I've had personal emails since I was about 13 or 14 years old. And this last summer, I finally cleaned it out. And um, I hadn't done that before. So go ahead and take a guess how many emails I had. I'm 28 now. I had it when I was 13 or 14. Probably thinking no higher. Maybe, no, higher, go more, yep. Yeah, I had almost 300,000 emails. Ugh. Now, clean as a whistle. Took me forever. But I tell you what, it's so satisfying to have a clean inbox and a clean email. I've got folders, labels, everything, it's amazing. I tell you what, it's so much better yeah keep it clean keep it organized and you keep up on it it's going to be so much easier things won't pile up and it's going to be really nice <laughs> all right oh so last but not least number 11 one of my favorites take breaks taking breaks is part of organization part of our agenda or to to-do lists even breaks are really important ways to keep focused and stay productive and keep organized. So these help you avoid overworking yourself in short amounts of time, right? So maybe during our break, we're gonna go for a short walk, get a snack, whatever it is. We need to make sure that we take our breaks away from our workspace. And we're not bringing lunch and stuff like that into our workspace if we can avoid it, because we don't wanna clutter it, right? We, don't, we wanna keep things clean and organized. So go out. Get away, take a break, reset, come back in focused and ready to go. It's a good way to organize your thoughts. So this is really big too for our mental health, speaking of our thoughts. Burnout is real, especially these days. You want to go, 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 work, work, work. We need to make sure that we take time to manage ourselves, our attention, our mental health, our mental well-being, we need to put those times, those breaks in there and take care of ourselves because otherwise we will burn out. And when you work, 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 yeah, it might feel productive at that time, but the more you burn yourself out, the less energy you will have for later times. And then you're going to be really unproductive, really unorganized. And it's really hard to climb back out of that. So we want to just take these simple five minute breaks, 10 minute, 15, whatever it looks like for you, not four hours, but just take that time for yourself. Unplug, you come back so you're able to keep things organized and productive. Take care of yourself. All right, so there we have it. 11 tips on how we can stay organized. So now that we've covered that, drop us a comment below and tell us why you think being organized is important to our theme 
don't limit me. So that thing we're keeping in our mind, don't limit me, or thing. Let's think about it. Whatever you thought of, go ahead and put it down. Share with everybody. There are no wrong answers. That's the cool part. It's, it's entirely up to you. It's whatever it means to you. So go ahead and throw that down there for us. For me, I think it's important because if I keep myself organized and follow a lot of these tips, I can achieve whatever I set my mind to. So it's going to help me set my own goal that I want to reach and break it down into these manageable steps that I can reach. And most importantly, it's always a work in progress. So knowing it's okay to rearrange my plan, adjust it, is totally normal. And just making sure that we are organized and follow our plans, whatever that looks like, to achieve our goals. You know, the best laid plans, they don't always go, go to plan. It doesn't always work. So being able to adjust and knowing that that's okay. Recessing and then working on it is all normal. And it's an awesome way to continue to improve your lives. All right, so that's gonna conclude our podcast for today. I wanna thank you all for listening and I hope you came away with this with something new um, that you maybe wanna try uh, or maybe at least a laugh, it's okay too. Um, and you know, don't forget to like the video and subscribe to our channel um, so that way you can get all the awesome content that we have for you as a school. We have so many cool things like information, um, these podcasts, and we have a lot of other cool stuff coming up too. You can even see like old career fair videos, a lot of really awesome information. All right, so thank you all again. That concludes your transition podcast, and I'll see you all next time.